Hi, this is The Rocker Recovery. And this is Josh Bond. And this is Angie Meadows. And welcome today. We have another lesson for you. This is um, the back of the detachment book. It's a Bible study and an outline, Josh. And so what the Lord has taught me to do over the last couple of decades is when I'm struggling with something, if I can name it, I'm halfway there. Mm-hmm. I can name it. So there's a lot of Bible studies at the end of a couple of my last Rocker Recovery books. And if you can get a word and then look it up all throughout the Bible, you can see what God says about it. You can see, like with the word love, you can see what he loves, what he hates, um, what you should love, what you should hate. You can look at the instructions on how to love, how to hate, (laughs) how to build up boundaries, and now you've got some instructions for your life. So today's Bible study is on trust. And I feel like sometimes, Josh, I don't know how to trust the Lord. (laughs) And I know I'm not trusting him because I'm anxious. So we're going to study some verses on trust. Number one. Job, Job, Job. thirteen fifteen. How much did Job trust in God? Hmm. Job thirteen fifteen. Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. So Job says, Lord, even if you kill me, I'm going to I'm just going to hope in you. I'm going to trust you. <laughs> That's a lot of trust. And so we can look at the Lord and say, "Okay, Lord, I'm not dead today. I'll trust you." <laughs> it's almost like coming to an end to ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, number 2. Psalm 25 1 through two, 1 and 2. What three things does David do when he is worried? Okay, if you, Lord, my God, I, in you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. So David is talking to the Lord. He's lifting up his soul to God. He's saying, God, do not let him be ashamed. Do not let me be ashamed. Yeah. And David asked God to not let his enemies do what? triumph over him. Yeah. Lord, don't let my enemies have victory. And you know, we have enemies that are stronger than us. And if we can just understand that we can trust in God, He's our defender. And I think sometimes, Josh, when I don't trust the Lord, uh, he still defends me, but I'm anxious the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've let my joy go. I've let my peace go. And, and then the Lord reminds me, wait, wait, you can trust in me. I am your defender. So number three, Psalms 31, 6. Who does David not trust? Who does David trust? Hmm. So David says, I hate those who cling to worthless idols. As for me, I will trust in the Lord. <laughs> so he's saying, I don't trust those with lying lips. I don't trust those who, who are clinging to things that are worthless. But I do trust God. So I want you to think about uh, things that make you anxious. And, and the opposite of trust is anxiety. I know if I'm anxious, Josh, that I have forgot to trust God. Yeah. So anytime I feel that anxiety, if I can say to myself, oh, where did you lose your faith? Where did you forget to trust? I can flip that anxiety, cut it off almost instantly. It's just like a, a whole big storm that the Lord's like, Phew, and now the anxiety's gone and I'm full of faith. So Psalms 37.3, what two things do we need to do and what is the promise? Psalms 37.3, that trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Hmm. 
So what two things am I going to need to do? We are to trust in the Lord and do good. <laughs> and what is the promise? The promise is, is that we shall dwell in the land and be fed. So what if I prayed the promises? Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm doing the best I can do. Let me dwell in this land and be fed. And I believe the Israelites, as they wandered in the wilderness, uh, they stayed there because they didn't trust the Lord. So it was like the greatest sin of the Israelites after they come out of Egypt was the fact that they couldn't believe that after all of that rescue that he could take them in to claim the promises. But when they finally did believe, um, they were able to go in and claim the promises. There were still giants to fight, but God was with them doing those battles. Mm-hmm. And as long as he was worshiping them, got rid of their idols, um, um, prayed those promises, uh, Lord, you promised us this land. Lord, you promised us this, and you promised us that. Help me to serve you in a way that those promises can be fulfilled. So let's look at number five, Psalms 43. What can I ask for in times of trouble to help others trust the Lord? Hmm. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. I ran into a couple of recovery boys, and one of them looked at the other one, and he said, uh, she, she prayed over me at church. And the other one went, she sang over me. <laughs> and I was like, aw. I, I didn't remember either one of them, but I was like, that is so yeah. sweet. So ask the Lord to wake you up in the morning with a new song. And if you go to bed with the Lord, you will wake up with a scripture, with a verse, with a prayer, with a new song. But if you go to bed with your anxiety. Yeah. You're going to wake up in a bad place. (laughs) So I'll know what I worshiped the day before because I'll know what's in my heart the next morning. I'll know if it's fear and anxiety, stress and fretfulness, or if it's just praising and singing to the Lord. So Psalms 56.3. What should I do when I am afraid? When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. This is a verse I memorized, and, and I had children that were afraid. And we quoted this verse as we walked along the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of things that were happening. Their daddy was sick. Their brother was addicted. You know, the grandparents weren't always available. We we lived out of town. You know, and, and they would be afraid. There would be little things happening that would make their hearts afraid. And they'd be little ones, preschoolers. And uh, we would sing a little uh, Steve Green song that would go with this. And, and we would quote this verse. And that would help them have a happy day. So number seven. Psalm 62, 8. Who is our refuge that we can trust? Who can we tell all our secrets? Hmm. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. I don't think we have to hide from the Lord. He is our refuge that we can trust, and we can tell Him all of our secrets. (laughs) And because David did that, the Lord called David a man after his own heart. And we know that David confesses his sins all the way through his writings, and yet he was a man after God's own heart. So I believe he was a man after God's own heart because he took refuge in the Lord and he trusted Him at all times. Number eight. Psalm 115.9, Who is our help and shield? All of you Israelites, trust in the Lord. He is your help and shield. So God is my helper, and He is my shield. He's my deliverer. He's my defender. <laughs> you got to know who your God is. You got you got to know who your God is. Yeah. And and if not, you've lost that shield to deflect the enemy's uh, discouragement. His uh, his 
false accusations, the things that he's going to be throwing at you. So number nine, Josh, Psalms 118.8. What is better than confidence in man? It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Mm, yes, and that's the center verse in the Bible. Trust in the Lord. That, trust in the Lord is the central theme of the entire yeah. Bible. And I know there are times that I've had anxiety, and in my mind's eye, I'll start to pray through my anxiety, and I will see God's hands in handcuffs. And I'll hear him say, how's it working, little girl? You ready to trust me yet? You know, And I'm like, okay, Lord. So I think trusting God is a choice. It is. Uh, after I choose it, it takes some time for my emotions to catch up with me. But it's a choice that I've got to make. Okay, Lord, I trust in you. Help me to trust in you more. Help me to make you that refuge. Number 10, Psalms 143, 8 and 9. What three things is David praying? How was David saved from his enemies? Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. So what if I felt like anxiety was an enemy? One that I did not need to indulge, but one that I needed to fight. And and the weapon that I'm going to fight with is my sword of trust. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. Okay, so Lord, I know that your love will never fail. I know that I can put my trust in you. I know that I can walk with you, that you're going to deliver me from my enemies, that you're going to rescue me, and you're going to hide me in yourself. Now, what would that look like? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That would look like peace, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, number 11, Psalms 144.2. What five words does David use to describe God? I pour out before him my complaint. Before him, I tell my trouble. And as you go through the Psalms, you will realize that David talks about God being a loving God, a fortress, a stronghold, a deliverer, and a shield. So if I build a fortress, how am I going to make it secure? I'm going to make it secure through my faith, through my trust in God. That's going to be my high tower. That's going to be my stronghold. So if I have a stronghold of bitterness, I'm in the wrong camp. I'm on the yeah. wrong side of the battle. If I have a stronghold of anxiety, I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near safety. I, I need to escape from that captivity of anxiety and run to the Lord and get in that high tower of the Lord. And that one verse in Psalm 17 says, uh, the righteous know the name of the Lord and they run to it. Uh, so there is a high tower in the name of the Lord. Number 12, Proverbs 3 and 5. How much should we trust God? Will trusting God make any sense? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So it makes no sense. I mean, things are ripping this way and that way, and you're like, but that one's going to die, and that one's going to prison, and that one's, and now I'm going bankrupt, and I'm, I've lost my – yeah, there's a lot of whining there. Or you can say this first, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So one day um, my loved one had about his fifth or sixth, seventh surgery, and it – 
He had a bone infection. He had fevers of 106. And every time I ran down 200 miles to be there with him during his surgeries, I would get abused when I got him discharged. I'd have to, uh, there was, you know, all these prescription pills that was going to be almost $200 for me to buy, and he was not going to take them right. And there was going to be a lot of anger because I didn't want to buy them. And so I'd call my husband, and he'd say, just buy them and get away from him. And and I would be like, oh. So the next time he called, it wasn't him that called. It was the nurse from ICU. And she says to me, his fever's 106. He's not going to make it through the night. You need to come down here now if you want to see him before he dies. Well, we had done this for the last six months, mm-hmm. and it had made no difference. So I went, and I threw myself in my prayer closet on my face, and I said, Lord, what do I do? And he gave me this verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. I called her back. I said, you tell him he's going to face God alone. Mommy's not coming. And I had the boldness and the courage to do it. And within about two or three weeks, I had him in a rehab and engraved on the walls of their chapel was this verse. Mm -hmm. I looked up at that gorgeous wood and it had trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And I thought, look at that. Mm -hmm. If mommy had run down there and bought them pills, (laughs) he would not be at this rehab right now, humbling himself and saying, Lord, help me, help me, Lord. So God has a plan here. And sometimes we just need to get out of the way. So Proverbs 28, 26, number 13. How can I tell if I am being foolish? In verse 25, what kind of heart will make strife? Hmm. Better the poor, whose walk is blameless, than the rich, whose ways are perverse. So how can I tell if I'm being foolish while I'm trusting myself? A greedy, proud person will cause strife. They will be perverse. Okay, number 14, Nahum 1.7. Who is our protector in the day of trouble? Who does the Lord personally know? The Lord is good. A refuge in the time of troubles. He cares for those who trust in him. So a refuge. Do you know what a refuge is? My safe place. Yeah. It's your safe place. The Lord is my protector. He's He's my personal protector. He's my guard. He's my shield. He's my defender. He's my redeemer. He's my strength. He's the bright and morning star. He's the prince of peace. He's the everlasting father. He's the gate. He's the door. You got to know who your God is. <laughs> Or you're not going to survive this world. You're not going to. You're not going to be able to conquer anxiety and land in a place of faith and trust without knowing who your God is. So, as a good study, Josh, of the names of the Lord, mm. He's my healer. He's my high tower. <laughs> yeah, He's my deliverer. He's my banner. He's my rescuer. Yeah, you know who your God is. You're not. You're going to be able to have faith. So, number fifteen, Matthew's twenty-seven. 43. Will God always deliver us the way we think he should? He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the Son of God. So God doesn't usually deliver me the way I anticipate he will. Jesus was not delivered from the suffering, but from eternal death. But his suffering was for a higher purpose, and his suffering conquered death. So Josh, read Isaiah 55, 9. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah, so if God's ways are higher and God's thoughts are higher, I can't possibly know them. I have to trust. All right, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. 
but I trust you. Yes. And that's where I have to land every day, or I'm in no good land of anxiety. Number 16. Luke 18, 9 through 14. How can you tell a man who trusted in himself? To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. He said two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like those people, you know, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like that tax collector. <laughs> I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I got. Uh, but that tax collector, now he stood off in a distance, and he would not even look up to heaven. But he beat his breast, and he said, God, have mercy on me, for I am a sinner. And in the parable, Jesus says, I tell you, that man rather than the other one, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all those that humble themselves will be exalted. So what the Lord says in this parable is that Pharisee, he goes into the temple to pray, but he kind of prays to himself. He kind of pats himself on the back. He didn't worship God. He worshiped himself. So as I go and I humble myself, I get rid of my arrogance, and I'm like, I beat my breast and say, Lord, if you can do something with me, please do, because I just can't. And Josh, I think it's that surrender that worships God. It's not the, look at me, look what I've done. It's that surrender. Complete surrender. Look, I am one step from stumbling without your help, Lord. You must help me. I need you, Lord. So number 17, Jeremiah 15, 16. We're almost done here, guys. Hang in there with us. Uh, How can we trust God so fully that our hearts are full of joy and rejoicing? Mm, I think you guys have heard me say this before. I uh, I had a dream, and I was tearing the pages out of my Bible and stuffing them in my mouth. <laughs> when your words come, I ate them. Yeah. They were joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. So as you bear the name of the Lord, you'll know it because you'll, you'll be hungering and thirsting for his word, and you'll be eating from the word of God. And the word of God will be your spiritual food, and you're no longer going to be walking in the flesh. You're going to be walking in the spirit. Yes. And the Lord says, those that walk walk in the Spirit shall not have any condemnation. So let your heart be full of joy and rejoicing as you find the words of God and you eat them. So I want you to start memorizing some verses, um, writing them on the tablets of your heart. First one is Psalms 37.3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Psalms 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalms 118.8. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Now, a lot of people tell me, Josh, that they can't memorize Scripture, mm-hmm. uh, that they can't meditate on it. But if you meditate on your problems, you know how to meditate. Mm-hmm. You just meditate on the wrong mm-hmm. thing. So when I first started doing this, I had to write it on my hand. I had to write it on a note card, and I kind of braided some yarn and, and put a hole in it and tied it around my neck. And I pulled it up in front of my face, and I said it a hundred times. Mm. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Trust in the Lord. Do good. I couldn't memorize the first word. I was that tormented. Mm. But after saying it, after catching myself with racing thoughts and pulling that card up and saying it over and over and over again, after about 45 minutes to an hour, hour and a half, I had the first word. And if I could just say, trust, trust, trust trust then every time that thought come up and i said trust 
then the next part would start to flow. Mm. Then the next part. And then within a, an hour or two, I had the whole scripture. My racing thoughts were at peace. Um, I was dancing in the kitchen with the kids, and <laughs> nothing had changed. Nothing. I changed. Mm. I changed. God changed me. The word of the Lord is, a, is like a double-edged sword to cut the bone and the marrow, to be a discerner of the spirit and the soul. And so the word of the Lord had cut and divided what was evil from what was good, the anxiety from the trust. And now I had landed in safe pasture that I could enjoy my day, I could enjoy my children, I could enjoy my food, I wasn't sick to my stomach, I wasn't worried. And then people would call me in the afternoon and try to give me their problems, and I would give them that verse, and they'd say, huh. That's just for this moment. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how about that? Another day I'd have the verse hanging around my neck, and I'd go to the grocery store, and, and the cashier would say, what's that card? And I'd pull it off my neck because I already had it memorized, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'd give it to her. And, and and the one time the girl started weeping, and she's like, how did you know? How did you know? And I'm like, you know, the Lord kind of lifted that one up off the page. So you'll know what verse to study because it will speak to you. So the, there's – um, in the Hebrew, there's the Logos and the Rhema. The Logos is the written word, and the Rhema is an illuminated word, a word specifically for me for that day. So as you're reading in the mornings, that's why it's so important for you to sit there and read, there will be one verse that will be just a little brighter than the other ones. And you can write that one down, and you can carry that throughout the day. And that's going to be able to engraft the Word of God so that you're not going to be stumbling. And I hope you enjoyed this study on trust. And thanks for joining us. This was The Rocker Recovery. This is Josh Bond. And this was Angie Meadows. And you can find us again on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, under The Rocker Recovery. You can find the books on Amazon.com. Under Angie G. Meadows, under Rocker Recovery. Also, have Enablers books for Enablers Journey, and I have some Bible study books on there. So, we will see you next time.